Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Handle on the Law Marginal Legal Advice. Now, as we're talking about what's happening in Lahaina on the island of Maui, that is the big, big story. So what I'm going to do is move in a different direction. Uh, because uh, we, and legitimately so, are paying a great deal of attention as to what's happening there. But there is stuff happening in uh, the rest of the world uh, also. And uh, I'm going to come here to uh, Southern California uh, for a moment. And this is a question I have gotten many times on this show, and that is the barking dog next door. And I have gotten this, well, I've been doing this show for decades and inevitably at least, well, let me put it this way. I have phone calls that come in every single Saturday and I don't pay attention to them because uh, there's just too many of them. So, and I've always said the same thing about barking dogs. And that is there really is no way to determine how loud a dog is barking. So someone calls the police because next door neighbor has a barking dog and the cops come out and your neighbor complained about your dog barking too loud. No, it's not. Dog isn't barking too loud. Uh, the neighbor just has a problem in terms of uh, just any kind of barking bothers the neighbor. So I've always said that's a problem, you know, determining how loud barking is and how do you deal with barking dogs. And I used to say, I've got two words for you, poison meat. And I can't say that anymore because I get uh, just tons and tons of emails and calls about how dare you. I uh, treat dogs that way or give that kind of advice. Of course, if when I say kill your wife in the middle of a horrible divorce, uh, that's fine. No one bothers, bothers that, but it's the way I mentioned how to deal with dogs. Okay, so with that being said, Laguna Beach, which is here in Southern California, and it's one of the beach cities uh, south of uh, Los Angeles, and it's just a knockout of a place. I mean, it's a pretty high-end place, and there's uh, the water right there, and the, the oh, it's just gorgeous. So uh, they had a problem because people love dog, love dogs, and they had them all over the place. And so, how do you deal with it? They actually went to the dog barking issue in a different direction, which is kind of interesting. It makes a lot of sense. And here is uh, what they did. It's not how loud a dog barks. That is not even being considered. It's how many times uh, a dog barks or if a dog is barking nonstop for 30 minutes and neighbors can hear it. So it's not, a it's not the level of uh, decibels. It's is the dog barking nonstop for 30 minutes or is it barking intermittently for 60 minutes over a 24-hour period? Aha, uh -huh. that's how they dealt with it. It's a new ordinance. They, uh, the Long Beach uh, or Laguna Beach City Council uh, voted unanimously to move in that direction. Makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and take some phone calls and start this up. Mary. Hello, Mary. Hi. Hi, Bill. Yes. Listen, um, I used to work at a place that had the – I found out that the owner was playing his senior sales rep 
the credit card, her credit card bills, rather than paying her a salary. So I guess he was not having to pay Social Security. Well, the bill kept going, her bills kept going way up because he was paying the minimum and she was given more credit. So finally, when the bills got way high, she decided to declare bankruptcy on those bills, and then he started paying her, you know, the way all of us are paid. And I've always wondered if any laws were broken. Well, yeah. I'm sure there were. But sure, there are all kinds of laws being broken. But in the meantime, I mean, you weren't damaged, so there's nothing you can do about no, it. No, no, no. Okay, so yeah. just curious. I mean, you could report it to the Labor Board. But, yes, the uh, the quick answer is laws were broken. He had hired her, and I don't even know if it's legal uh, to pay someone with the use of a credit card. But I will tell you the part that is not legal is not paying the Social Security not putting her on as an employee and paying uh, the uh, workers' comp and paying the other bills that they have to be paid into uh, California's fund. So, yeah, yeah, laws were broken, and it depends on how angry you are, because if you call the state, yeah. uh, they're going to come out and just make sure. Are you still working there or not? No. Oh, and then what do you care? Ruin her life. Ruin their life. And if she cares, by the way, her declaring for bankruptcy does not mean she still doesn't owe the money. You don't go bankrupt on taxes. They couldn't care less. And bankrupt uh, what you owe. I mean, go ahead and file for bankruptcy sometime and the judge smiles at you. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's a good question, actually. The answer is exactly that. William, easy name to remember. All right, William, what can I do for you? Yes, I had a brand-new Jeep lot that they owned less than two years. Had a bunch of mechanical issues. The last time I took it in was for a faulty fuel pump and fuel system. It sat in the dealership for two months. I pick it up, and within 24 hours, it starts fire, started on fire, and it fully burned down. Okay. My insurance, my insurance is going to... You know, try to give me a check. Of course, since it's less than or it's two years old, it's not going to be covering the full, uh, you know, my loan that's on the car and all the stuff that burned up in the car. So my question is, if I accept a check from the insurance company, can I still go after the dealership? No. For the fact that no. No, because what happens is you accept the check and then you're out the door. You're done. All liability is removed because you sue the dealership and then the dealership can turn around and sue the insurance company again. So that doesn't make any sense. So let me ask you a question. Uh, they are, how much, what is the car worth? If the car were working now and it was in the same condition as it was before the fire, what is, what is the car worth at this moment? <laughs> They, I don't have the actual value right now. There's insurance is still working it up. Okay, and how much? Um, you, how much less do you think they're going to offer you uh, than the value of the car? If you had to guess, probably. If I'm guessing, three to five thousand dollars okay. plus the stuff that burned up in the yeah. vehicle. Plus yeah, that's the, easy to do. All know. right, so let me ask you this: Do you have gap insurance? I do not. Ah, okay. A lesson. William just gave us a lesson. Gap insurance, <laughs> which is not much money, covers the difference between what your car is worth and what you owe on the car. So you walk away uh, effectively even.
Now, you may not be pleased with uh, the amount of money they give you, but that's the value of the car uh, before the uh, accident or before the burning of the um, uh, the fire took place. Uh, and it, it really depends. Uh, for example, uh, I had an old Volvo uh, station wagon that I loved, that I spent a bucket of money restoring, but it was an old Volvo. And all it was worth was the value of an old Volvo, and it didn't matter how much I spent to uh, refurbish it and make it almost brand new. So, car accident, right? Uh, someone I know was driving it, I lent it to someone, yeah, go ahead, boom, rear ender, and the car is totaled. Uh, and I got the value of what that car was worth. Uh, and that's it. I got nailed on that. On the other hand, if you treat a car like crap and you run it into the ground, you still get the value of the car before it was uh, destroyed. So the bottom line is you argue with the insurance company. They're going to say it's worth, let's say, $10,000. You're going to say, no, it's worth $12,000. Uh, and they're going to go, nope, we'll give you 10. You go, nope, I'll take 11. And you go back and forth and argue. And since you don't have that gap insurance, no. And the answer is you walk away and you're not suing anybody. Uh, that's just the way it goes. Uh, Robert, hello, Robert. Welcome to Handle on the Law. Yes. Uh, good. Uh, I had um, my father passed about 30 years ago. And I got swindled by my, my younger sister. It was only two of us, and she's passed. Her and her oldest daughter uh, forged things and uh, got their house away from me, some kind of way, threatening my life. Okay, hold on a minute. Hang on. I want to ask you a question. Uh, and that is, your sister swindled you. How did your sister swindle you? She, uh, at the point of uh, time when she died, I, w I was okay with her, so I took her to paperwork and stuff. And we were trying to uh, sell the house and do things. She forged my name on Ah, okay. So let me ask this, okay? Uh, whose name was the house in at the time she died? Oh, my father. He died. Oh, your father. Okay. So, all right. So at this point, did your dad leave a will? Yes. Okay. Who uh, inherited under the will? She was in control of the car. I don't care. I'm telling house. who inherited under the will. Her and I. Okay, both of you equally. You were supposed to get fifty-fifty. Well, he said that she would be make decisions on the house, and then me. Okay, uh, yes, so you there's a uh, okay there is someone who's the uh, effectively the trustee, uh, the executor of the will, and then a successor executor, which is you. All right, uh, so. When did you find out uh, that you got screwed by your sister? Oh, about uh, a year or two ago. Ah, okay. How did you find that out? How did you find that out? Her, uh, the daughter told me. Her daughter. Oh, okay. And she forged uh, the document uh, how many years ago? Oh, this has been maybe 30 years. Gee, that's a problem. Yeah, that's a real problem. You got a big statute issue. And so since it was forged and since you didn't get the property, did uh, did you think something was happening there? At the time, no. 
Okay, well, and the- I mean, if it were, let me quickly answer because uh, we've got to go to break. Uh, the quick answer is, again, the quick answer is, uh, yeah, if it was a forgery, you could do something about it. You have to go back, and then you would have had half uh, of the house. The problem is, 30 years ago, that becomes problematic. So, uh, unfortunately, it was 30 years ago. Because what if it was 50 years ago and the sister is now dead? And how do you figure out that she forged anything 30 years ago? So uh, that's a tough one. Uh, hey, Arlene, you're up. Welcome to Handle on the Law. Yes, um, I have, um, my, I lost my property a few years back. I'm 88. And um, at that time, I packed all my stuff up and I had a very wealthy lady who bought me a trailer and a car, an older car. And... Um, just was very um, concerned about my well-being. And over the years, if I needed a refrigerator or, you know, whatever, it would just suddenly appear the next day. Then I I had crystal packed away vases, and I had one vase that was four foot tall. There were two imported, and they were worth, one of them sold in Hawaii for 10000 Wow. Anyway, she had a beautiful house, so I gave her the crystal to put out, to enjoy okay. on the basis that I get it back when something happened to her. So she rented out part of her house, put the crystal in storage with some of her belongings, and then died. And the lady who was a, a trustee of her estate refuses to give me my crystal back. There are three people. One was a housekeeper, the other was a handyman, and the lady that rented her house. She told all of them if anything happened to her that to be sure I got my crystal back. Okay, so where so where is the crystal? Now hold on, I, you know the where? lady says I owe her money, so she's not giving me the crystal back. Okay, and well, the, the lady who who is uh, the, the trustee of the estate who okay. emptied out the all trailer right. and took all, all right. the stuff so, out of it. So uh, I'm assuming uh, whether the property went into a trust or whether it was part of a will, and if it was in the trust, yeah, it wasn't poor, in the will. The crystal. Okay, it was a pour over. So here's what ends up happening, unfortunately is uh, you get to prove uh, that she had, in fact, promised uh, you the crystal back, which, if you have witnesses, is not the end of the world on that one. Uh, It's not written, but uh, verbal, under these circumstances, verbal promises work. Now the problem becomes... I could to go to court, but I could probably get to do a written, notarized... Well, well, okay, that's not as good as bringing him into court because uh, you have a right to confront witnesses. And uh, if I'm the defendant, I'm going to go, where's the witness? Well, I have a written statement. How do I refute it? How do I question that person to find out if that person is lying or not? See, that's kind of tough. Okay, with that, so we start with that. Number two, uh, proving the value. How do you prove the value of the crystals in the event that it's gone? Uh, and you're going to have to go to court to get a court order where the judge mandates she has the crystal uh, and must give it back to you. And then she says, I don't have it. So now... No, I don't think she has. She had an auctioneer come with her to the trailer when she emptied it out. Okay, so, so now you... she kept any of it. Well, you have to find person. out. Arlene, you got to bring evidence to the table. You can't just say this stuff. Yeah. And so you're gonna need. You're gonna. And how much do you think the value of that crystal is? If you had to guess, all of it. Uh, well, I'm, I I know that one of the vases sold in Hawaii for ten thousand. Yeah, I know. But, how, but how do you know? Okay, but I, here's the point. 
Uh, is it the same crystal? I'm assuming you at least have a picture of the crystal, correct? Yeah, I do have pictures. Yeah. All right, and, and then the you show it to cut pieces. Okay, then like you show it. Then you show it. Then you show it to an. Then you bring an appraiser in that will appraise it based on a picture, which is difficult. I mean, this is not easy to do. Can it be done? Uh, yes. Is it going to be expensive as hell? Uh, yeah. That's the problem. There is a, it's, it's a god-awful mess, and I can see that. On the other hand, uh, let's look at this. Free house, free refrigerator, free car. Uh, okay, you know, I mean, the deal is not bad if you just looked at it. Assuming that you are owed the crystal, which, by the way, I don't disbelieve, uh, but it's a question of uh, you believe and you can prove you owe the crystal and actually getting it. And you're going to have to go through a, a lot of hoops, jump through a lot of hoops uh, legally. Bill, hi, Bill. Welcome. Hi, Bill. Yeah, I flew into I flew into LAX and I rented a car for a week. A week, a day before the week was up, I called the car agency and I extended my rental for another week. And I went to Costco three days later. Came out, the car was nowhere to be found. Pushed my cart around for an hour looking for the car. Finally, called the rental agency asked if they had it and they would not say and they recommended that i file a police report so i called the police department and they came out and i'm still standing in costco parking lot and they took the report and so then i called a cab spent 30 bucks i went back to the rental agency they still would not say if they had it and i showed the police report and they said okay and they rented me another car I called the insurance agency the next day and filed a claim, and the claim adjuster then called me back the next day and said, yeah, I talked to the rental agency and they had the car. So my suitcase was in the trunk. I went back to the agency, got the suitcase. A few days later, I got a demand letter to return the car. It's just a mess. Is there any recourse on this? And this you way? know what? Not really. You fell through the cracks is what happened. The fact that they wouldn't tell you they had the car and you had to uh, file a police report. Come on. I mean, that's insane. Uh, I, uh, You know what? I would even argue that they forced you to file a false police report. And that's a criminal violation, whether the cops are going to do anything about it or not. But effectively, you're out 30 bucks. And uh, the uh, hassle of, uh, you know, Costco parking lot looking for your car, that just happened to be this week. I went up and uh, cause I forgot where the car was and uh, there was so much noise and uh, my car doesn't have a really good beep, beep, beep when I uh, press the button. And so I'm going up and down. I must have spent 20 minutes. Of course, of course, the car was right under my nose uh, because that's just the way I roll. But. You're out 30 bucks and uh, spending, I don't, here's what you have. You have uh, the time you spent in uh, the parking lot at Costco. Uh, you have the hassle of having to go back uh, and the hassle of getting your suitcase and renting another car. All a huge hassle. Understood. My question is, what is all that worth? Because all you're going to get is money. If you had to put it all together, how much money, uh, or if you were a, uh, on a jury, and all of that is true, you bought all of that, which I have no reason to disbelieve you, especially anybody who goes to Costco. I mean, I automatically believe them, uh, and I don't care what it's about. What is that worth? Jury sits down and goes, or a judge says, okay, here's some money. How much? 
I would think uh, at least another day's free rental. Ah, exactly. Good for you. Now I go, as a matter of fact, I'd ask for at least a week's free rental. And then you go That's to management. Good. You go to management. Uh, matter of fact, I, for a, I, I rarely hear you are underestimating the value of the damage. And you go to management and say, hey, here's what you guys did to me. Look at this. You had the car. And you told me that I had to go file a police report. By the way, that's illegal. You had the car. The car wasn't stolen. So wow. uh, that's, where, that's where I'd go. You want to go to management and go up there. I mean, can they force you or can you force them to do it? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you can go to small claims court and you can argue $5,000. Not that a judge is going to give it to you. If it were me, I'd give you a couple thousand just to harass uh, the car company. I've rented cars before and it can be a mess. So I'm sure it was irritating. Yeah, of course it was irritating. I get it. I'm miffed. Yeah, I, I'd be miffed too. And, and that is a legitimate myth. You know how I tell people you have absolutely no case? Uh, it's a myth. Sometimes you are miffed and can't do anything. And sometimes you are miffed, you can do something. And it's, this is not money, unfortunately. Alan. Hello, Alan. Yeah, hi, Bill. I had a DUI expunged. And I want to know if I'm legally required to report that on government uh, applications such as uh, pre-check for TSA. Yeah, or... I don't think so. Uh, because, no, I, I don't think. Now, they may find out uh, that yeah. you've had a DUI. Uh, so, uh, you know, the, the expungement when it comes to security clearance and federal uh uh, federal uh, laws that uh, or yeah, that you have to put down. I mean, the law says that uh, if you're applying for any kind of security or a, a federal job or a security clearance, as I said, uh, you've got to put down that you've been arrested. I would, I would say no. I wouldn't put it down. And if they come back and deny because we found something uh, on your criminal record, the DUI, you go, hey, it's been expunged, and then they're going to nail you for not telling them. It could be you have a DUI. If you tell them, you can still uh, get the job. A DUI is not moral turpitude. It's not as if you stole something. Uh, there are jobs of moral turpitude where you are dishonest, and they're not going to they're not going to let you work there. Uh, so this is not this is not moral turpitude. This is you had a DUI, and yeah, you got you got beyond, nailed for it. So there's two ways yeah, to go. And I don't know which way I'd go. Number one, ignore it. And if they call you on it, you go, hey, it was expunged. Therefore, uh, my understanding is that uh, I don't have to put it down. That's not you being a liar, by the way, at all. You're not caught lying on a form. The other one is to say, yeah. Uh, how long ago was this, the DUI? Uh Probably 40 years ago. Oh, yeah. I mean, good God. Uh, I would just, yeah. I think either way, uh, and it's uh, to me, it's a flip of a coin because I don't know how far back they go. Uh, but um, you know what I do? I'd call, uh, you're trying to get what kind of a job? Uh, no job. I want to just get the uh, pre-check. Pre you know TSA. what? Call, call the TSA. Yeah. You know, there's someone at the TSA and ask that exact question. And I think it doesn't matter either way. And if it doesn't matter, if they don't care that it happened 20 years ago, I mean, when you talk about 40 years ago, good God, 
you can even say, I forgot about it. This was 40 years ago. Uh, I don't think there'd be a problem uh, either way. But I, I would call him and uh, ask that question. Hypothetically, let me ask you a hypothetical question. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.